0: This episode of Geared Up is brought to you by National Car Rental. Take control of your travel experience with National Car Rental's Emerald Club. Visit nationalcar.com to find out more.
1: It's time to get geared up with GeekWire's weekly tech and gadget show. Here are your hosts, Todd Bishop and Andrew Edwards. All right. It's time to get geared up. It's the weekly technology and gadget show from GeekWire right. and Gear Live. It's great to have you here. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We've got a ton to talk about this week, including the release of the Samsung Galaxy S8, mm-hmm. the rumors about the next iPhones, more than rumors at this point. We've got a few details. I don't details. know. Are they rumors or are they? Uh, I mean, we'll they're, see. W- they're reports, at We're least. Right. There's some reports out there. A new classic Super Nintendo Entertainment System, mm-hmm. also known as the Super Nintendo or the the Super <laughs> NES, the Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super keep it there. Nintendo. All right. <laughs> Plus uh, Pandora and and some other news as well. Yeah. All right. Before we go on, let's let people know how to subscribe to Geared Up so they don't miss either the audio version or the video version mm-hmm. of the show. You can go to iTunes, search for Geared Up. You can also uh, go to geekwire.com slash geared up and we'll point you to the various directions to subscribe, subscribe. Get it on your device,
0: listen to us on the plane, on the car, our dulcet tones exactly. will uh, help
1: you in times of traffic. If you want to catch the live stream, which is really cool because you get to interact with us during the breaks and ask us questions and we answer your questions, mostly Andrew does the answering, <laughs> go to youtube.com slash gear live. Right. There's a subscribe button right there. You hit the subscribe button, and it'll
0: let you know whenever we go live. And if you want to be notified, like, on your device when we go live, tap on the bell icon, and you'll get a notification.
1: All right. Let's jump into it. Andrew, I'm looking right here at uh, an image image. of the new Samsung Galaxy S8. It's terrible. Of course, now, this is the next flagship phone from from Samsung. We Mm -hmm. talked about it quite a bit on the show. Yep. You were driving here, and what is— Today. What did you find out? So I'm driving here on the
0: way here to record our show— uh, the best tech podcast out there. And as I'm pulling in, so I'm about an hour away from here. As I'm pulling in, I get a notification from UPS that my Galaxy S8 has been delivered. So it's waiting for you at home, it's right? It's at now. home, leaving me no time to go back and get it because we have, you know, other stuff scheduled for the day. So we could have had a nice hands on early, two days before it releases, hands on today on the S8. And unfortunately, UPS didn't play nice with that. Next week. Next week. We'll have it next week, and I'll try to get a video up uh, tomorrow showing some first um, hands-on impressions of the S8. But unfortunately, it's not here today. But it comes out this week on Friday, and um, it's going to be – I mean, it's
1: huge. It's huge, and and it seems like people have forgiven Samsung. Samsung, they've give, forgiven them for the, the Note 7 debacle. Yeah. It comes out on Friday, April 21st. Mm-hmm. For people who have an iPhone that they're thinking about dumping or mm-hmm. they have the, a previous version of the Galaxy phone, yep. what's your biggest piece of advice to them as they consider possibly getting a Galaxy S8, Andrew? The S8 definitely, I mean, it's the new form factor. Like this is,
0: I believe, this is the future of smartphones. And so Samsung is uh, at this point kind of leading the way towards what smartphones are gonna be, which is basically these super thin or non-existent bezels on the side and super small bezels on the top and bottom. The display is gorgeous, it feels great in the hand. And it also is the first phone to ship in the world with Bluetooth 5.0 built in. So that allows quicker pairing, longer range, yep. four times longer range, and you can, you can play Bluetooth now to multiple devices so you can have two pairs of headphones or two speakers and bluetooth to both of them simultaneously which you couldn't do before so there's some cool like new tech in these
1: phones and they're you know they probably be this is probably some of the best phones of the year so on that theme, the new iPhone. Mm. There was a report from Bloomberg News this week. Yes, Mark Gurman, who mm-hmm. many folks know, was formerly with Nine to Five Mac, right? And now he's at Bloomberg and getting scoops there as well. Mm-hmm. The news this past week is they found out Apple's testing a revamped iPhone with an all-screen front. Yeah, sound familiar? Similar to this, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Curved glass and the stainless steel frame, alongside upgrades to the new models. Mm-hmm. What was the big takeaway for you from this iPhone report this past weekend?
0: Um, I mean, this is kind of what I expected Apple to do. You know, it's been iPhone 6, 6S, and 7 have shared the same design. And so it's time for something new. There's not much you can do with the current design. You have to just come up with something radical, especially we're coming up on the 10th. This is the 10th anniversary of the original iPhone, which was released back in 2007. So I did expect to see something like this completely, you know, complete screen on front, minimal bezels. What's odd to me, though, is this Touch ID on the back. I think that's kind of weird. And I think what Apple really wants to do is have Touch ID underneath the display. So, because they don't have room for, if you're doing all, you know, bezel-less, you don't have room for the home button. So what they want to do, and what I think they're still trying to accomplish, is get the Touch ID under the display. So you can put your thumb on the display itself and have it read that. Um, but if they can't make that happen in time, if they can't figure it out in time, I think this is the backup, which is to put the Touch ID on the back, which I don't I don't know. I don't like it as much uh, just because it's another button, and they're trying to go buttonless. And so that part I don't like. Some people are complaining about this, the uh, the dual cameras that are now in a vertical alignment instead of horizontal. But I don't know. I mean, does Why that matter people, to you? No, I people are like, so. oh, it looks ugly now. It looks just, ugly it looks Apple different. Doing. It looks different, and it's just like instead of being to the to the
1: right, it's just to the bottom. Who cares? So is Apple following Samsung here? Because it feels like Apple over the years with the iPhone has mm-hmm. been somewhat of a leader. Obviously, right. we're at the tenth anniversary of the two thousand and seven unveiling where they took a category and completely redefined it. Right. Is Samsung the one doing the defining now? Well, I don't know. so it
0: it could be seen that way. But the other thing is they all have their specific launch periods. So Samsung is always launching in this time period of April. Apple's always launching in September. So it's like April comes before September, so Samsung's always going to be, you know what I mean? So it's interesting, like, you know, both phones, whether it's the Galaxy S8 or the iPhone, whether it's iPhone 8 or whatever they end up calling this, they haven't just started working on this like three months ago. You know what I mean? These have been in, in development for about two years. So when you look at it that way, um,
1: you know, who's really copying right. who, I don't know. This is the old Microsoft Apple debate as well on things like file search and Windows oh, yeah. and Mac, you know, Redmond start your photocopiers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Microsoft would claim they'd been working on it for years. So right, this kind right. of stuff is not new. Real fast in the time we have left in this segment, one of the advantages of the bezel-less approach on either the S8 or the next iPhone is that you get this interesting augmented reality effect. Yes. Do you see that being a factor for Apple as well? Oh, definitely, and we're going to talk about that a little later on with Facebook as well
0: in this show. But yeah, when you have this look with like the minimal bezel, what you end up having is when you open the camera, and the camera is going to be the almost the door to augmented reality on these phones, When you open the camera, it's like you're just holding a clear piece of glass that can overlay stuff onto the real world. And so I think both Apple and
1: Samsung and others are going to, you know, use that to their advantage for AR. All right. You are listening to Geared Up on GeekWire, and we'll be right back with much more. Welcome back. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We just got done talking about the new Samsung Galaxy S8 and the rumors about the upcoming iPhones. Right. Let's talk now. Before we move on, yeah. though, I always like to ask this. Yes. Am uh, I going to get one? Are you one? getting one of these? I'll, I got to tell you, looking at the S8, it, it's the way, it's probably the closest thing that would get me to jump out of Ooh, the iPhone. Now, okay. here's my problem, and this is my general problem with technology mm-hmm. is for all of the push for interoperability among different ecosystems. Yep. Once you're on an iPhone with a Mac, using things like AirDrop, yeah, I find it very difficult to in. escape the ecosystem. You know, I've got all my workflows, I've got my quirks. You know, things like I love the Bowtie app for iTunes. You know, okay. that lets let you use function keys and other hot yep, keys. To, yep pause and stop when you're transferring I mean, just little stuff like that yeah yeah it's very hard to get out of an ecosystem
0: right and there's a difference between the, like the apple ecosystem it, like expands into not just the phone but you have your tablets and you have your computers etc whereas if you're on android there's no right. you know not many people have an android powered laptop with like
1: all the you know same connectivity right. and all that so i can definitely see what you're saying so well, what about the
0: what about the iphone router, yeah though?
1: i i actually think that the the new iphone when it comes out that'll be my next upgrade i tend to skip a generation so okay. i'm on the iphone 6s plus okay right not, not, okay that's fine and yeah john cook though yeah i that think guy's like on an iPhone a, on four, four? Yeah. yeah we gotta get we gotta get him <laughs> john cook needs to get the next iphone we'll our, see if we can convince him colleague here at Geek choir okay so <laughs> let's talk about some video games shall all right. we all right, there was a couple Ooh. of interesting bits of news from Nintendo, not about the Switch no. this week, but about some classic retro revival. There was some Switch news as well, though. We the, there mean, was. We'll we can talk about that, too, that. but yes. Okay, so let's talk about, let's set the context here. There right. was the mini console that was very popular. The NES Classic. Last year. We talked about that a lot. We played it here yep. on on the show. The, the news this past week was that Nintendo is discontinuing that. Yes, yes. Many not not were discontinuing, not it. it is discontinued. It is it's discontinued, done. okay. Done.
0: Okay, What what's the deal there? Well, I mean, this is just my opinion. I'm not sure, but Nintendo says, you know, it was never meant to be like an ongoing device. Like, they weren't trying to bring back the NES and just sell it in perpetuity. It was supposed to be, you know, a, a limited device, yeah. right? For the holidays last year, they kept making them, they kept selling them, and they're like, now it's done. Like, we're, we're done with this. We have other stuff to focus on, which they do. But I also think privacy was probably not privacy, piracy, was a big deal because you can buy an NES Classic for 60 bucks, and it was very easy to plug into USB and mod it. And basically, so it comes with 30 games, 30 Classic games. It had enough space on there that you can put every single NES game on there, like over 500 games with ease, like within minutes. And so I think it was more that where it's like we basically built a a piracy machine.
1: Yeah, but who cares? These games are how, how many decades oh, old?
0: Well, 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 they care, and here's why. If you have a switch and they release the virtual console, they're gonna they want to charge you two dollars and fifty cents or five bucks for each of these games. They don't want you to just download them for free off the internet and put them
1: on a sixty dollars device. Are enough people doing a USB mod with the classic? I don't know console don't to know. really make a meaningful difference. I don't, know. I don't buy that. Did I'm, you do I'm, that? Yes. If you,
0: if anybody out there owns an NES Classic and has modded it in order to put more games on it, we want to know. So if you're in the live stream, go ahead and tell us that. But even if you're watching later, video on demand, recorded version, drop a comment, because I'm curious too. Like I haven't done it, but I've, like I know many people who have, and they talk about how easy it is. In fact, originally you had to like do like, go into like terminal and program stuff, and now you just download apps that you just hit go, and it just automatically does
1: it all for you. Bottom line, they're discontinuing the. It's gone, the, and it's called again the, the NES Classic. NES Edition. Classic Edition. Yeah, that was the mini little. It was a cute little thing. It was cool. Yeah, but it's gone. Mm-hmm. Now here's the rumor this week. I like this. So this is the SNES right Classic Edition. Is right. that what the not this? Is? That's not what this is. This right. is, the is the original. Yes, yeah.
0: that I like because as I was growing up, the SNES was for me where it was at. Like those were all the amazing games, and the NES felt more like old like not as good games so like the snes I, I was all about that so i'd love an snes classic so what's definitely. an
1: example of a game that you
0: loved that oh everybody God. would know on the super Ninja Nintendo? turtles turtles in time um super mario world was amazing the legend of zelda a link to the past one of the best games of all time i mean there's just so many though like all the final fantasy games that are on there oh my goodness like they, if they can put even even a couple of those games on this thing. And I'm assuming, you know, they'll keep that same 30 or maybe they'll go more and put, you know, 50 or whatever. Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2. Put Street Fighter 2 on there. Um, But again, so Street Fighter 2, if they put that on there, they're about to release a new version of Street Fighter 2 for the Switch. It's going to be 40 bucks. Like, why would they want you to just be like, well, just download the 20-year-old version for free. And, you know, so they have to, if... If piracy was the reason, then they're going to have to figure out a way to lock this other thing down if this is actually a true rumor. But if not, I don't care. I just want to go ahead and cancel the NES Classic and bring this out. Okay.
1: I'll be all about this. What about you? Here's a question. So I, I played a lot of those games. It's, I, you know, I got to tell you, my go-to console as a kid, mm-hmm. and this might date me, uh, was not a Nintendo console you want oh, to guess what it was? Oh, my goodness. Was it like We've actually Atari? had this conversation before. It was not an Atari either, although we did play a lot of 2600. Color? Coleco? Cali- Coleco Vision. Oh, my Calico gosh. ColecoVision. Vision. Mousetrap on ColecoVision. Vision. That was like <laughs> hours. That was my Minecraft. Wow, <laughs> ColecoVision. Vision. What was the best game on that? Did, uh, they, have, did they even have a Mario game on there? I, uh, you know what? They might have had... The original? Yeah, they might have had, uh, yes, Super Mario. They okay. might have had the original side-scroller. So. Um, at any rate, on this, my big thing is with the the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. we didn't call it the Super Nintendo where I grew up. We call it Where did the you su- grow up Super first of all. NES, Northern California. You're trying to say it like you you grew up in like the streets or something. <laughs> the mean streets of Chico, California. Right. <laughs> we called super, it the Super
0: NES. Super you No know what? Super NES or Super Nintendo or S N E S. Let us know. I call it the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um with with all my friends. Hey, do you want did you guys get a Super Nintendo yet? Like that's how I and the first one was Nintendo. I never called it the NES
1: or the Nintendo Entertainment System. It was Nintendo, then there were Super Nintendo. Okay. So, And then I was telling you earlier, it's kind of like, I think it might be a regional thing. Like how on the weird. East Coast, oh God. the mayonnaise, mayonnaise is Hellman's, and on the West Coast, it's Best Foods. It's Hellman's. It's, it's it's not Best Foods! Best Foods is a brand, and Best Foods probably made more things than just mayonnaise. So
0: therefore, how could you call it the brand name? That's like saying, on the East Coast, we call this an iPhone, but
1: on the West Coast, we call this an Apple. What? No, no, it's Best Foods West of the Rockies, Hellman's East of the Rockies. <laughs> nope. See, right there. It's right there. I'm looking at it right on the screen. I can't believe See, this. See, Best Foods Mayonnaise. Oh, what?
0: Yeah. It doesn't even say Hellman's at all. I. That's, that's what I'm trying okay. to tell you. That's weird.
1: Yes, okay. I thought
0: it was more like, all some right. people call it Baskin-Robbins, some people call it 31 Flavors, and the 31 Flavors people are super incorrect. All right, well, we
1: will we'll be right back on This Week in <laughs> Condiments. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, this again, the the SNES Classic Edition. Right. We have no dates. Just a rumor. Just a rumor. rumor.
0: There's no dates, but I think it makes sense. Like, to me, the NES Classic, as soon as that was released, a lot of people were like, oh, are they going to come out with a Super NES Classic next? And if you come out with an N64 Classic, it's it's game over. Okay. All right.
1: What was it? Was it Dreamcast, the Sega Dreamcast? Yeah. I really liked that one. That was a great great one. one. But
0: that was. that was later later that was, was like a during kid. the playstation era
1: yeah was that peter moore i'm trying to remember yes yeah yes, peter moore before he went to run before xbox, went to xbox before he went to run ea sports before he gone. went to run liverpool right he, like the, gone. The, the football yeah. team right <laughs> wow. i know okay. all right random random knowledge random stuff there random executives all right <laughs> all right now Ooh. let's talk about this pandora premium correct? you're a pandora
0: user this is pandora premium it's available now it was available invite only and now, as of I think yesterday, it's public. Anybody can go and sign up for a Pandora premium account, ten dollars per month, unlimited music. Why,
1: why would I do this, Andrew? I've got. I was going to ask you that question. I've, I've got Amazon Music, which is totally quote free with right. my ninety nine dollars a year Prime subscription. Well, I can tell you why it's better than that. Okay, I've got Pandora. I've you know what? You know what else I've got? What do you got? I've got YouTube connected to my Bose via a Bluetooth dongle. Why in? Wow. Why on earth would I pay ten dollars? For Pandora, are you paying Premium. ten dollars for any music service, or are all
0: the music services you use free? All of them are free if you count Amazon Prime Music. It's yeah, yeah. Free. So it's 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 free with your subscription. Yeah. So so Amazon Prime Music I think has like one or two million songs or something like that. Whereas this has like thirty million songs. Right, and
1: you can pay for a, a souped-up version yes. of
0: Amazon Music that has many more right. songs for for ten bucks. Yeah. They're all ten bucks. Ten bucks, whether Spotify, Apple Music, um, Amazon's full music cata- catalog, so- Pandora, etc.
1: Why Pandora? Because of the the whole um, idea of the, their their algorithms. That- yes, that is their that's their selling point. They're saying if you use Pandora Premium,
0: first of all, um, their argument is that all the other music services, you open up the app and then you have to figure, okay, the app's open. What do I want to listen to? Where do I need to go? Right. And Pandora is saying, based on all of our knowledge and all of your ratings that you've done over the years, you open our app and you just hit play, and immediately. We're playing music that we believe you'll enjoy. You can still go through and find playlists and specific tracks, specific albums. But we can, and, and once you hit play, again, according to them, it's an endless playlist. Like you hit play, and you're going to drive, you know, across the country for three days. and You never have to touch it again. Yeah. That's their big whoop argument. I'm sorry. I thought I, you loved Pandora. I do like Pandora, and I don't pay for it. <laughs> so you like free Pandora. So you don't like you don't like choice. Is really what it comes down to. You no, like to I just like say, choice,
1: but my choice is not to pay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so choice
0: is not worth it to you. You don't want to pay and have the ability to just. Because, and, and some people are like that. Like, some people just want to say, I don't want the choice. I just, I have my Pandora station. Just want to hit play.
1: I don't mind the commercials. I, I understood. I'll tell you something that I've been looking into more since we first talked about it. Okay. Not music, but video, YouTube TV. Holy mm. cow! I cannot wait until that comes to. Our, our city, you can you can it's just in select. I signed cities up now. for it. You did using some IP spoofing. Yes, or something? I did. Yes, I did. That's oh, all you man. need to do. You need okay. to do that one time. Will you help
0: me do that? Yeah, all you need to do is and anybody out there wants to do it. So YouTube has a TV service now. Um, it's only available in five cities. Thirty five bucks a month. Thirty five bucks like, a month. Unlimited DVR. Unlimited DVR, and it holds all of those DVR shows for nine months. So if you record something it disappears nine months from now. So unlimited for not, like that's crazy. That's, nine that's, months. I mean, that, yeah, that's fine. You can't, if you're not watching
1: it in nine months, you're Oh not, yeah. yeah. You, you should, you I wasn't saying that's a
0: bad it. thing. That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but if you want to sign up for it, all you need to do is get an Android device, whether it's a smartphone or a tablet
1: or borrow somebody. What about a Chrome Chromebook?
0: That might work too. All okay. you need is a device that allows you to spoof your location. So any Android device, you can download an app and just type in like New York city and save. Really? Yeah. And then it's like, okay. So now any app, that, you, that uses location will think you're in New York City. So you go to YouTube TV, sign up, and then you can use it anywhere. Um, I think every now and then it'll check to see where, like you haven't been back to New York in like two months. Are you really a New Yorker? and it might need you to, like, log in from there again. Do you have a recommended app to use to do that? Is there one that There's you use? There's so prefer? many. Like, I, is on is Android? there any risks security-wise? No, wise? no, no. I mean, just 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 download one Come that has on. good.
1: It's Android. Right,
0: but what I'm saying is download one that has a high rating. Okay. That's all you need to do. Like, so the one I downloaded, I, like, there was a bunch when I searched, and I just went to the one that had, like, 35 million, like, five-star reviews or something. So, wh- so like, when okay. they're hacking you, they're not only hacking you, but the other 35 everybody. million right. people. Right, so, so, so it's like if you're hacking everybody, are you really hacking anybody? <laughs> That's the question um
1: anyway i'm okay i'm doing this this week yeah, i've got that's, that's got the good family on board with this as well because we're big youtube watchers we love to watch youtube via the app on the yep. xbox and you know that's it's it's great in Here's the living the room yes the living room apps
0: yes have not been updated for youtube tv yet oh so you have to like cast it from a mobile device to there or cast it from a if you have a chrome bit like Why you, is it you type so dang in complicated I know complicated. I know I
1: mean come on um the really? other thing I want to use I w- take my $35 I know <laughs> Hulu's about to come out with one as well I have kind of moved on from Hulu
0: but they're about to come out with a live TV version same price and I think theirs might be better In what way? Um, in the in the way that it's not limited by location okay. number one number two the interface looks amazing like they've rethought the tv watching experience in a, in a way that i think looks good but we can talk about that next week because okay.
1: it's not out yet all right i should i'll do this spoofing thing and maybe we can like do a hands-on yeah, with the youtube TV definitely next week. definitely yeah, okay so pandora pandora premium moving on you don't like it no you're not ordering it <laughs> okay no i'm not <laughs> all right you're listening to geared up and we'll be right back after a break All right. Welcome back. You are listening to Geared Up. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We are rounding up the week's technology and gadget news. Mm -hmm. Now on to Facebook. Oh, man. So we're looking behind us here on the screen, Andrew, at what looks to be some kind of party. Yeah, it is a party. There's animated folks. I've sort of got a first-person view. I get the sense that I'm the person- You're there. In the party, looking through the lens. Mm -hmm. What's going on here?
0: This is Facebook Spaces. This is Facebook's new virtual reality world or, or, or system. And uh, it was announced yesterday by Mark Zuckerberg on stage basically saying AR and VR are the future of Facebook or the future of technology, which I do agree on. But I don't know if this is the way that we need to go. This is weird. So what their argument was is when you're away from someone. You lose the feeling of connection of them like they're, be, they're with you, right? You're on the phone or you're texting or whatever. So what if you could get all your friends or family or whatever together and feel like you're all together again in the same place? Enter Facebook Spaces. Okay. So what's <laughs> happening here, all of these people, you and these four friends of yours, are all in different places, and you all decide to put on and a huge oculus rift and to hold the oculus touch controllers. and you're all like one of you is sitting on your bed, one of you is sitting in a chair, one of you who knows? And you're all like, hey, we're all here together. it's your birthday, we're celebrating, but you don't really see each other. What you see are the avatars just from the look they have no legs, It's just from the torso up. Um, <laughs> I'm also curious, for example, you know, this is this is the age where you want to be very politically correct. What if you're say dis- what if I'm missing an arm? Can I have my avatar miss be missing an arm? What if I'm in a wheelchair? My guy's standing up. What if I'm old? Do they have elderly? Like there's all these things where okay. I'm like, can all you right. be really you? Or are you just like some weird, you know, fake
1: version that just floats with no legs? Well, I assume there'll be customization options. So right, but
0: I mean how deep?
1: Right? You know what I mean, I'm trying to think with the Xbox avatars. I think they added a one recently used wheelchair. Yes. yes. So
0: so after 12 years or so, they finally thought, "Oh, some people are in wheelchairs, we should add that." Yeah. So before that, all the people in wheelchairs were avatars could jump and walk yeah. and
1: backflip. So but the broader use case here, what's your problem with it? Cuz this seems really cool My to me. My problem is <laughs> they they showed this video yeah um
0: like a promo video for this and showing okay here's people like blowing out candles in this fake world but then in the real world they they cut to them in the real world they're just sitting by themselves in the room like with this a <laughs> like blowing, blowing welcome to stuff. vr man right? like what is this this is terrible and they're like hey um, like do you have call waiting and stuff so like they're like at someone's birthday party Hey Ryan's calling me gotta jump out and they disappear and all these emojis like appear all over the screen as they like poof out And they go with Ryan. Hey Ryan. Hey, I just wanted to show you my new apartment And He's like pulls up his apartment in 360 degrees and you're, like oh wow your apartment's great Wait till we have the you know, what do you call it the housewarming party? But the housewarming party's gonna be in VR like what this is no one No. I'm not. Are you? Are you buying? Are you buying? Are you buying? Andrew, this is the future. Are you? This is the Apple buying one, a VR, VR headset so that you we can do geared up this way. <laughs> we have our we virtual could, set, could. I, you and know. then I never have to drive. And you could, you'd have the Samsung Galaxy <laughs> right, I S8 have it right there.
1: I just need a virtual S8. Just boom. Here's a picture of one. I, I, I like this as. I like this because of where it points. Th- where it's headed, I think, okay. and you know, you got actually, you got a couple startups in the Seattle area that are doing this type of stuff. Yes, including um, including Oculus, right? Or uh, you got Oculus that's that does here. Um, uh, John Vici, the former PopCap Games CEO, mm-hmm. is doing something similar to this called Pluto VR. There's v VReal from Todd Hooper, with, which is game streaming and VR. So you know, there's or, or it's, it's actually streaming in VR. So there's there's right. lots of I, I, I think this is headed somewhere. It would be much better if you could actually see the dang people, though, and not their avatars. Right, we, right. But that, that requires tons of video
0: processing. Yeah, and versus, I don't know how that would work. Yeah. Maybe that's the future, though. I mean, in the future, video processing will be less and less or more powerful. But... I mean,
1: because this is a primitive version yeah. of the
0: holodeck. Yes, it is. Think about it that way. Yes, it is.
1: So what's your problem?
0: Well, my problem... <laughs> my problem...
1: Is it's too fake. My it's too problem. artificial. It's not yes. social.
0: It's like antisocial. It's very, yeah, it feels very antisocial. Like, I don't want my interaction with my friends to really be more interactions with their avatars and not like, like, I don't want to be like, you know what? I never have to see you again because I can just see your avatar and we can just, I can hear your real voice and see the fake
1: you and we're good. Like, that's our friendship. I like to look at this as the future of Facebook. I mean, if you think mm-hmm. about this, this is why Facebook owns Oculus, because right. you're not going to be just connecting with people on a flat screen in front of you mm-hmm. and typing into a little status update box. Right. This is, this is where it's headed. So I, I'm, I'm, I can get it. I, I'm on board with this. I, I probably wouldn't use it in this form, and I understand what you're saying. I'm kind of giving you a hard time Okay. Here. But I like where it's going. Would you attend a concert or something like your favorite band is like, hey, we're
0: gonna be in VR and everybody just put on your headset and you'll be in like the crowd and we're gonna
1: do this crazy concert. Like, does that sound corny or does that sound good? Uh, I I probably wouldn't do it. I'd be more likely to attend a sporting event. Uh, like like say they could put me on the <laughs> third third base line with my buddy Ken. Uh huh. You know, we we don't get to get get to Safeco that much because right. you know, we were both busy. We got jobs. And you know, but say I could just you know take an hour in the evening and just hang out with him for you know half the price, and uh, you know I could get my beard. But delivered you want to see the Amazon real game? Prime. Yeah, the real. G- I want to see the real game. So you don't want to see the Avatar? I game? I don't want to see the Avatar game. You don't want Absolutely. to see the Avatar game. Well, and they're already doing that at some NBA games. They've got. Well, they're not doing it with a fake you though.
0: But it is cool that you could put on a headset and you can feel like you're actually there. Oh, I see what you're saying. Your buddy's not next to you, right? But you feel friend. like you're there. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having an avatar friend with me, but watching a real game. So this is Facebook Spaces. Facebook Spaces. Is it available soon? It's available now in beta. Okay. So, you can, like, so if you have the gear, if you have the headset and all that, I believe you can try it out right now.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we, so, sh- we have
0: a gear. We should do that. Okay. All right.
1: I'm not, not that excited about <laughs> it. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. That's all I got. That's what we got today. Yeah. Hey, don't forget, if you like the show, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash gear live youtube.com slash gear live to subscribe to Andrew's video feed and then you can watch the live show also the GeekWire Facebook page but the most important thing is to go to iTunes Not the podcast. or your favorite uh, place to listen to the show and subscribe right listen to what's in the car on the plane whatever yeah absolutely alright that's it for this week's episode of Geared Up I'm that's Todd right. Bishop I'm Andrew Edwards we'll talk to you next time on GeekWire Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.